there, all you dear people. Welcome to today's bonus episode. This is For Real with me, Kim Stewart. And listen, we're on the cusp, the cusp of Christmas. To celebrate, we have a very special episode with a very special guest. I'm particularly biased, but listen, I think you'll love her too. My guest today is my mother. Patty has stopped by the studio to let me and my fantastic producer, Betsy DeGlopper, record a conversation, and she made us laugh and cry, and I think she even called me Kimmy at one point. Mom did have a couple of things to correct me on, um, the body of work of this podcast so far, and because I've become a much easier daughter than I was in the late 80s and early 90s, I let her correct me. My mom is funny, and she's wise, and strong, and no one makes me laugh like she does. So I hope you enjoy listening in on our conversation, this bonus episode with the one and only, my mom, Patty. Mom. Hi, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for birthing me. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know it probably wasn't real easy. And really also, I'm sorry for the years 1992 to 1995. That also wasn't easy, but thanks so much, mom. You stuck it out. It's a faint memory, Mm -hmm. except for a few things. Yeah, let's not talk about those (laughs) real things today. Okay, for those who have not had the honor of meeting you in person, tell us who you are and who you spend your days with, and anything else you would like for identifying characteristics. Wow. Well, I'm Patty, mother of Kim, Mm -hmm. wife of Randy, mother of Ryan and Lindsay, Mm -hmm. and they are, you three have now married wonderful spouses and given us eight grandchildren. So grandma is a big title for me right now. I love it. In addition to that, you have other roles that you've played. Tell Mm -hmm. us about your violin life. Okay, so I was a performance major on the violin, went to Iowa, and I played in the symphony for 40 years and played a lot of things around town and taught at a Suzuki school, Mm -hmm. taught that for 40 some years. And yeah, that was a big part of your growing up. Yeah. Because every time you walked in the house, you probably heard violins playing. Okay, so, and I didn't know all growing up that you were such a phenomenal musician, and I'm sorry about that, too. 92 (laughs) to 95, and also, I didn't know, in fact, I went to my first year of college, um, I remember walking down, I was a music major myself, and I remember walking down the halls and having practice rooms on either side and Mm -hmm. stopping and thinking... These are the mu- these are the string majors. My mom is so much better than these people. Oh my gosh, she's phenomenal. So, mom, you're so gifted, and you. D- I didn't even that, know. That's the way with all moms. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you get appreciated for different things. So, yeah, it's an encouragement to know that. Okay, but I don't know that they were that much. That I was that much better than they were. I but, do know. Oh well, thank I do you. know. Really good job. Um, I believe that you can talk a little bit about how. You ba- you were balancing before it was cool. So now we have a, lo- a lot of the conversation we have as moms on podcasts, on social media, and different conferences, leadership moments. We talk a lot about how do we balance home and family and work and dreams. And you, I don't know how you knew how to do that. And you did. 
So tell us how we're supposed to do that, please, Mom. Go. Well, I don't know that I knew anything. I, there weren't books written about it. And by the way, thanks for having me on here because I love your podcast. <laughs> and I haven't written a book. I haven't even thought about a book. Well, if you hang out with me anymore, I'll have you change But I that. love reading books, so that sort yeah. of is a qualifier. But okay. anyway, what was the question? Oh, yeah, balancing. It was um, like all moms do. It's not like I was really any different. I mean, I was teaching, and I was playing in the symphony, and raising kids, and you just did it. But yeah, I mean, isn't it amazing how women can multitask and men can't very well. <laughs> have you noticed that? Well, I mean, we have a couple male listeners, so I well, don't want to offend all of well, them. Well, some but... can, evidently. <laughs> but no, it's, it's um, uh, my mom, I grew up with a mom that was a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so I had seen her do this yeah. too, you know? Right. And I think part of it was um, we we weren't, we knew we had to kind of do some things on our own, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure that was great or not great, but you, you did what you had to, Mm -hmm. to maintain what you were doing. And I loved playing and I loved being in the symphony and I had a supportive husband, not a multitasker, but he was a supportive husband in wanting me to use my skills and what I had worked hard to do. So that was great. But yeah, I knew your kids really didn't notice what I was doing all that much. No, we had no idea. I, it took a good many years for me to know how fantastic oh, um, you were at balancing all of that. You're so sweet in front of all these people. Oh, again, 92 to 95. <laughs> Got some penance. Um, I can identify with that because when my book, my first book, when it came in the mail, I remember standing in our kitchen and Mark unpacked the box took one of the books out of the boxes and he was like trying to you know engender enthusiasm my kids were really little and I remember him taking like showing them the book and saying mom wrote this book you guys look mom wrote this book and they looked absolutely blankly at him and said what are you talking about (laughs) so then he flipped it and showed my author photo on the back they had absolutely no idea that I'd been writing a book and really that was probably the first five yeah they just didn't know I mean I think a lot well, of times our kids don't know what we're doing and you didn't get a reaction from them but then you called me and I hit a high C oh, so for did sure. I fill in for oh, that oh you part? always oh, yeah, have yeah. for okay. sure no and you were the reason that I even started in the first place um, I've never told this story on air but my mom you um when you got wind of my fledgling dream yes. to write a book uh-huh. for Christmas actually this is probably 18 or 19 years ago. Yes. You handed me a box, and inside the box, there were, was a plane ticket to go to a writer's conference in North Carolina. Yep. And I burst into tears, mm-hmm. and I could really do that now because yes. I don't think I even had the guts to say out loud to me, Yeah. <laughs> maybe you should put some you know, grit behind this, or maybe you should put sort of, you know, some of your resources behind this. Of course, we were in grad school, and I was home with Anna. I had zero resources. But you saw that and just put oxygen all over that fire. Well, I always thought you were a great writer. I mean, from, the, you know, the papers you wrote yes, and so forth. Right. And the cards. Uh, you wrote the best cards. Mom. I mean, really. So I knew there was something there. Clearly a novel. Yeah, it was clearly, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. a skill. So, Mom, thank you for being that person. I'm trying to do that for my own kids just to see the dream and 
encourage it like crazy. And you did that. I don't know if you knew you were doing it. I think no. it comes pretty naturally to you to encourage other people. No. Yeah, that's true. Didn't know I did it. <laughs> okay. Speaking of encouraging, you have been so encouraging about this podcast. I love getting your texts after. I know when you've listened, I helped you subscribe. So it comes directly well, to I your do, phone. I do text you immediately and you say, do. ask them for Christmas. <laughs> ask them for Thanksgiving dinner. With whichever one, and like the the um, the magician, yeah, Taylor, oh, ask yeah. him for Okaboji. Okay, I will. <laughs> Taylor, you heard it. You are now invited to the lake. <laughs> so, I just so appreciate it that you are absolutely mm. the total cheerleader. And I, this is your chance, Mom. Okay. Is there anything? part of the record you need to correct because I believe it was one of the first episodes that I mentioned that maybe you hadn't really taught me how to iron. Oh, um, yeah. Which is not a great life skill. Why I don't miss it. Why didn't you edit that out, Betsy, <laughs> the professional? Oh, my goodness. Well, Everybody knows now I, that I don't iron at all. I think that wearable fabrics are much better anyway. And now I'm passing that on to my children. I don't teach them either. See, that's a drawback if you're teaching and yeah. playing mm -hmm. and trying Writing to do books. all that. Ironing mm -hmm. goes way to the bottom. Totally. Because you have to keep feeding the children right. above that. Mm -hmm. So that's what happens. So just have compassion for each other, listeners. When you see someone who's really rumpled... <laughs> My guess is there are, other, there are things going on at home. Well, you know what Lindsay said. What? That's my I sister. I never, yeah, your yeah. younger sister yeah. who had to learn to comb her hair for school by the time she went to kindergarten. Because <laughs> I was so terrible at that too, ironing and combing hair. Okay, that's really true. Um, my photos are real bad, Mom. Really blunt, weird bangs and just unfortunate a little bit they were in style at the time no, no i'm no. not accepting that no they were every woman my age right now go get your children's <laughs> pictures out and prove to my send them to no. my daughter kim mm -hmm. at whatever you are no and send them to her and show her that she wasn't the only one everybody no. had those bangs i feel like you went in into like turbo mode the night before school well pictures. that's true but every mom does that doesn't don't they i thought every mom did i feel that. like that's a high risk moment oh well it turned out fine you're fine <laughs> i will post a photo in particular of my brother that went under the gun right before his photo and we all still love each other but they weren't great that wasn't your wasn't your best moment but you're a no. great cheerleader thanks for that thanks you're for welcome. the writing career okay i have some questions about how you are such a phenomenal mom. Don't deflect this. A phenomenal mom, a phenomenal in-law mom, wow. and a phenomenal grandma. How do you know? Let's zero in on the in-law part because, you know, you're, I'm a couple steps behind you, so I'm watching what you're doing with adult children. We're moving into the holidays in particular. Mm -hmm. yeah. How are you such a great mom of adult kids? Coach me, please. Wow, that's a big question. I, I don't know. <laughs> My answer is I don't know. Yes, you do. Well, you just... What do you do? How do you know to do that? You had good in-laws, well, right, that gave you Yes, freedom, I did, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we try to do that. And, and we try not to give too much advice mm -hmm. to our, not just our in-laws, our kids. Mm -hmm. You probably can see scars on my tongue. From when I had to bite Biting. that 
tone for not giving advice, but you guys make great decisions and you've all um, married people that are just jewels. Mm. So it's pretty easy mm. when, you know, you make really great choices. Mm. So yeah, I just I, love them. Were there nail biting moments? I mean, now I'm watching my kids moving into the dating phases. Yeah, because, that's yeah. a, yep. <laughs> That's the nail-biting stage. Yeah, totally. There's no getting around that. So how do you know when to weigh in? Um, you pray a lot. Mm -hmm. All of this is a lot of praying going mm -hmm. along with mm -hmm. all of this. And I don't know. You can't really orchestrate it. You just have to really trust that the decision-making is going to be good. And when you see something that's not so great, then you pray some more, bite your tongue a few more times, okay. And try to steer maybe the conversation mm -hmm. in a way that, um, you know, they'll see that maybe this isn't the right path to go on. And we were pretty, we were kind of vocal about it, though. Yeah. I mean, if we thought you were any Moving of the kids were, yeah, yeah, or or keeping company with people that we weren't sure about, mm -hmm. we never knew if we were doing the right thing mm -hmm. with that, but we just felt like we couldn't always be silent about right. those things. So... The basic answer to that was, I don't know. Okay, thank you for mm -hmm. that. Did that help? Yeah, I need to hear that. It's hard for me to to bite my tongue. And so I think if I balance it with a ton of prayer, mm -hmm. it makes it really clear when I should weigh in and when not. Um, you have always used humor as a weapon in our home. <laughs> Do you know this about yourself? You're so good at using humor to diffuse high temperature. And I'm thinking about that particularly as we move into Christmas and the holidays. I know there are lots of folks who are entering into maybe some landmines with their mm -hmm. family. Um, what do you have to say? You're a ninja at that. And so I'm not sure you can answer this question because I think it comes really naturally to you. But now that I'm an adult, you can tell me for real, mom, were you, <laughs> were you strategizing? Like, did you know, do you know the beat where you're like, okay, people are getting too whipped up. I'm going to make a joke. Probably not. I think it is sort of just, I think we've always had a home and Randy and I have always laughed a lot. Yeah, you have. And I think that you know, that's always kind of been there. Mm. So it's a natural fallback. I, I don't, I never really thought about mm. it that much, but, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think we've laughed every day of the 51 years we've been married. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I don't know. I don't, re I never really recognized mm -hmm. that in, in myself. Oh, it was a gift. Can I talk to you about aging? Probably. This is a pivot, a hard pivot. Hold on. Fine. I guess so. <laughs> What do you want to know? <laughs> Here's the thing. You're so beautiful and so stylish. Oh, my gosh. We've been talking about this. Can I be on the podcast every week? Because this is great. Yes. This is a wonderful chance for me to say that in a public sphere. I love how stylish and adorable you are. How You're how, so cute. I'm not really, but I have to tell you, that also, I keep getting really serious. That also is a gift to me because I don't look at aging as a punishment. And I know a lot of women who do. So I know. Well, here's the deal. Okay. I think you finally get, now I'm 70, almost one now, mm -hmm. but you finally start embracing mm. the different things that are happening and thinking, I'm fine with that okay. and I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm going to enjoy this little 
extra fun that I have around my middle. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Totally. No, I mean, I've, it, we're in a culture where that just is yeah. devastating. And um, I just never have, I've never really cared that much mm -hmm. about all of that. I do care. I mean, obviously I care, oh. right? <laughs> I put do, makeup on for this, and did. people aren't. Are they even watching? Do they watch this, or is I it just listening? We're going to put on some clips for, and maybe for the those whole episode that for can't you, Mom. See this? I have makeup on for this, <laughs> so obviously I care. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. It's just so overblown. Yeah, all of that, and and you can spend so much time worrying right. about it. And I'm just thankful. You know what I'm yeah. thankful for? I'm thankful that I feel good. Right. And I'm thankful you're that you're very sweet to say those things. You girls have always been so sweet to me about that. But I just think it's, um, you know, it's just you're more grateful every day mm. when you get to be my season of life. And it's just, wow, great to feel good. So... Well, I will let you know, I did not learn how to pack well from you. Um, again, because of the fit, you know, I'm, Is you have had a, a commercial break now. <laughs> because I mean, what? when you're saying you didn't what? really care very much about it, that's a gift. And also Lindsay and I have laughed on multiple occasions that you'll be like, I just really pack really light. I, um, do you have deodorant and underwear and I don't have pajamas or a bra? Do you have any of those things that I could borrow from you? So, you know. You really don't put a high. Well, it's have, great. It's a healthy know, a importance. Outfits and sure. put your lipstick in the purse and go. Come no on, problem. Yeah, you know like the girls that. will have it. So yeah, Mark loves that. That I learned that from you because he can say, "Let's go," and I am You're ready. ready to go. Yeah, no, I really love that. Okay, this is a Christmas edition. All right. Oh. That's because we're wearing red and stuff. Yes. Yeah. I like it that you get very serious as soon as I put a different topic on the okay. table. Okay. Here. <laughs> so my question for you, do you have any particular Christmas tradition that you love, memory that you love? Go. Wow. Okay. So tradition that I love and memory that I love. Well, actually, you know, I love all things Christmas. Yeah. Your and house gorgeous. I, I really would love to have somebody run for public office that would just move Thanksgiving to a different place, oh. like way earlier, because yeah. it interferes with my Christmas celebrating. And I know everybody talks about, you know, how we have to keep it, you know, we're getting so way over the top yeah. and it's too busy. Everybody's mm -hmm. too busy. Let's simplify, simplify, simplify. And I always nod and agree, but I'm lying. I love all the stuff of you Christmas. You love the hoopla. Yeah. I do. And so, you know, you came for Thanksgiving and I tokenly put a pumpkin on the table for thanksgiving but what was ever what everything christmas else was, was up baby. yeah everything mm -hmm. was yeah, else was we christmas. Went big. Yeah. so i you know i don't know i've had a lot of christmases but i love that part of it and honestly if you're a follower of jesus yeah. christmas is a big deal i mean when you think about about the actual event that it was god with us, mm -hmm. God with us. Mm -hmm. And they talked about it for hundreds of years mm -hmm. before. And so it's a big deal. We need, to, I'd love to, I don't apologize for celebrating it. So when everybody else is saying, yes, it's so, we got to really cut down, I'm thinking, I need two more boxes of bulbs. 
to put on the <laughs> tree it up. Yeah. because this is it. This mm-hmm. is what differentiates us from every other world religion right. is that he is with us, that he came to be with us. So I love, love Christmas. I've loved all of them. I have memories. Now, you know, when you were growing up, how we'd go to the grandparents. So we didn't have to, I used to feel kind of bad about that. We didn't have traditions of Christmas morning in our house. Right. We were always on the road to go to the other, because we had little tiny brothers and, well, sisters. And so we didn't have traditions like that. Oh, but, oh, here's one, Kim. Okay, yeah. Remember how, okay, we're Dutch, right? Yes, we are. Totally Dutch. Proudly. Proudly. And so in Holland, they have Sinterklaas come mm-hmm. December 6th. Yes. And they I totally separate it from Christmas. So my friend Faith, they're Dutch too, and we decided we were going to do it that way. And we put, well, we didn't totally do it, but we put a wooden shoe. You had to put a wooden shoe by your bed December 6th, the night before, yes. and a carrot in it for the... Th- Reindeer. Yes. Yep. And if you were good, you didn't get charcoal in there. Mm-hmm. And if and you would get a present. Yes. And I know Faith and I had so much fun with it. I don't think you kids gave a rip. I Do you remember it. any Are of you that? Are you kidding me? Do you Every remember single it? December 5 on the nighttime. Okay. And then I'd get an extra present. I mean, uh, not, uh, yes. great job with the multiculturalism, but mostly it was an extra present. I, I support. I do have that memory. That's about it. <laughs> Okay, that was it. Okay, Jesus and Santa Claus. Um, a perfect pairing. Center Claus. Turns out. Center mm-hmm. Claus. So. Yeah. Well, Mom, I so appreciate it that you have been a very beautiful... Re- I mean, we could talk an entire... Next time you're on. Oh, yeah. We'll talk more about how beautifully you've taught me to love Jesus. Because it's very... You have a very rich and yet uncomplicated faith. Um super bright. I mean, you have a you love reading old church fathers and mothers and C.S. Lewis and you're sending me quotes all the time of these thinkers and at the same time you are able to say, "Man, what a rescue." Right? Mm-hmm. What a beautiful thing that at Christmas we talk about how he scooped us up out of the muck mm-hmm. and the mire. So, mm-hmm. we'll do that in another time. Okay. But thank you for showing me how to do that. You're welcome. He's good to us. He's very good. I ask all of my guests this yes. last question. Oh my goodness, is it the book question? It is. I You've been listening. Don't worry, we can <gasps> pause. Mm. Here is the two prong. Yes. Number one, a book that you recommend over and over. And yes. let me just say, listeners, this is going to be a travail, a trial <laughs> for my mother because she is ooh, a voracious ooh, reader. Ooh. And I, all of my life, in I fact. I just broke out in a cold sweat. Oh, gosh. It's not required that it would be the winning <laughs> combination, just any combination. Okay. But you are a reader among readers. So this is going to be hard for you. Mm-hmm. So just breathe it really is. deeply. Okay. One, a book that you recommend over and over. It could be a very old book and just a book that you return to that you've mm-hmm. recommended a bunch. Nick, fiction or nonfiction? There's no pressure. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then two will be a book that you are excited to read in the new year? Whoa. Okay. Well, you know, they kind of blur together. I've got certain authors I love. That also works. Um, I do recommend, well, because um, C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity, was a life changer for me. So I always love, that's always kind of hanging there for me. 
Um, and I just read a really good nonfiction book. You'll be proud of me because you know I don't read a lot of nonfiction. Yeah. I do. Mm -hmm. Me too. Um, but it was it's by Tim Keller, who I love, mm. and it's called Hidden Christmas. Okay. And it's really, really good. Great yes. recommendation. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's not really a devotional, but you, I've kind of read it every day yeah. a little bit like that. So everybody would love that book, I think. And then let's see. I love... Um, Fiction writers, I love Louise Penny, mm, and same. I love William Kent Kruger. Same, same. Yeah, I love Cowboy Stories, mm, Craig me. Johnson. Okay. Oh, you should get into that. Okay, well. I really love it. And with uh, Native American stories like Tony Hillerman's writing. Fantastic. So I like that Mysteries. Kind of stuff. You really like mysteries. I like mysteries, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. I really do. And um, so, yeah, there's a, I've got a whole stack in several different rooms mm -hmm. of books that I'm trying to get to my favorite is when I intercept you on the way to donating <laughs> to your library or to a book fair because I'm oh can I can yeah. I go in your trash yeah and I've come up with treasures so please will you show please you tell first? me instead okay. of me having to come up having this All right, right well moment? it's embarrassing because I have so many books no it's at not home, so yeah you know who you mm, raised yes, I support I <laughs> that hoarding mom you yeah. are a gift to me I Thank just you, adore you you are just could not ask God for a better, more beautiful, um, faith-infused mama. So thank you for That's being who you are. music to my ears. Merry Christmas, kid. Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, I think she's the best. She's already texted me 18 times and told me to cut entire sections out of the audio. And I just keep texting her back, no. You were fantastic, I promise. And she was. She is. I hope you loved hearing from her as much as I enjoyed chatting with her. And listen, I'm positive that if Patty were still mic'd up right this second, she would want you to steep your toes in the beautiful rescue Jesus offers to a weary world. She would want you to take a deep breath. Remember that Emmanuel came into our broken spaces without asking us to clean it all up first. And she would pull you into a fierce hug to wish you a very Merry Christmas. We are a lot alike, come to think of it, because that's my wish for you too. Much love to you and to all your people. We will see you again for more conversation in the new year. For real. <laughs>